When things wax more and more hopeless, the redeemed must know that there is a hope that is supremely larger. This place of hopelessness, which is common to man, can only be dispelled by the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Childlike faith in Christ Jesus, the true light, is the only elixir for the sickness of hopelessness. All things of this world are temporal and come to an end. The picture outside of the promise is only bad, but in this place of promise, the worst actually becomes the best. 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty one through 57 Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, and the twinkling of an eye at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. What a marvelous demonstration of the 180-degree principle. The hopelessness of carnal death is swallowed up in victory. No matter how bleak the picture, the blood-bought have a glorious, sparkling, and eternal hope. Are you ready to take the elixir of faith? Are you ready to repent of your sins and surrender your future into the hands of the King of Glory? Are you ready to experience the power that breaks every single yoke? Today is your day of salvation. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God now for today's subject. God said, 1 Peter chapter 2, 6-8, through 8, Wherefore also it is contained in the Scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believeth in him shall not be confounded. Unto you therefore which believe he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner, and a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. God said, Exodus 20, verse 11, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day, and hallowed it. God said, Psalms 19, 1 through 4, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their line has gone out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun. God said, Psalms 14, 1, The fool has said in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none that doeth good. Man said, Time and chance, an explosion out of nothing, natural selection, survival of the fittest. Yeah, that's how we got here. We are a product of nothing, and our end is nothing. 
Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature article 664, that will once again prove the full veracity of the Holy Bible. All of these faith-building, soul-winning features are archived here in text and streaming audio, and every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. There are three convenient features on God Said, Man Said that many have found very useful. One, you have questions, God has answers. Whatever your question, type a keyword in the search bar top right and watch the screen populate with related information from Adam and Eve to quantum physics. Two, use the tell a friend feature above to send a message to someone you love. It's so quick and easy. Three, imagine you can download to your electronic device nearly 170 hours of God said, man said features. Listen to one every day. Thank you for coming. We are honored by your presence. May God's face shine upon you with light and truth. Antichrist evolutionary doctrine has subliminally permeated every aspect of society, including the church, although most are oblivious. Even those who reject evolution, as pronounced by the British, the idea of a universe billions of years of age is tenable. Straightforward reading of the scriptures describes a 6,000-plus-year-old earth and its universe, and yes, various scientific and historical disciplines do establish the credibility of the Bible's account beyond any reasonable doubt. God Said, Man Said has pointed out these various discoveries in over 50 feature articles. All need to know that God's Word is true and righteous altogether. One of the pillars of the four-step proof text used on this website is prophecy, which we couple with the laws of probability. Bible prophecies are cited that when probabilities are applied, fully certify the supernatural authorship of the Word of God. These prophecies, coupled with the laws of probability, demonstrate that the odds of a mortal making the prediction and actually seeing them that prediction come to pass will challenge all skeptical credulity. Some of the odds you'll read are stated in numerics that are so large that they have no common describer. But for example's sake, consider the odds of one in five billion. In other words, there is one chance in five billion that a man or a woman could make the particular contingent predictions and actually have them come to pass. Another way of saying is it that the chances are four billion, nine hundred ninety-nine million, nine hundred ninety-nine thousand, nine hundred ninety-nine out of five billion that it was God. The hero of Darwin is time and chance, but unfortunately for the evolutionist, there is not enough time and not enough chance. Author Ralph Muncaster, in his 604-page book, Examine the Evidence, points out some various daunting probabilities to any kind of life that could arise from chance. A few paragraphs from Examine the Evidence follow. Note, large numbers cited such as 10 to the 120th power would be the number 1 followed by 120 zeros. Under the heading, experts acknowledge other random origin problems. Here's what some experts in the field are saying about the probability of the random origin of the very first cell. Marcel Schutzenberger of the University of Paris declared, There is no chance, 10 to the 1,000th power to see this mechanism appear spontaneously, and if it did, even less for it to remain. Molecular biologist Harold Morowitz 
calculated that if every chemical bond were broken in the simplest living cell, the odds of it reassembling under ideal conditions would be 10 to the 100 billionth power. That means the number one with 100 billion zeros that follow. Astrophysicist Edward Argyle observes that a simple E. coli bacterium with an information content of about 6 million bits would have required about 10 to the 1,800,000th power cases or states to occur on the early Earth for its inception to even occur. John Horgan stated in a Scientific American article, Some scientists have argued that given enough time, even apparently miraculous events become possible, such as the emergence of a single-cell organism from random couplings of chemicals. Sir Frederick Hoyle, the British astronomer, has said such an occurrence is about as likely as the assemblage of a 747 by a tornado whirling through a junkyard. Most researchers agree with Hoyle on this point. The odds that all the functional proteins necessary for life might form in just one place by random events, not including all the other problems such as sterility, were calculated by Hoyle and his associate Chandra Wickmansinghe to be one chance in 10 to the 40,000th power. Thomas Huxley, an ardent supporter and contemporary of Darwin, once supposedly stated that six monkeys typing randomly for millions of years could type out all the books in the British Museum. David Foster, a cybernetist, concluded that Huxley was hopelessly wrong in stating that six monkeys allowed enormous time would randomly type all the books in the British Museum when, in fact, they could only type a half a line of one book if they type for the duration of the universe. Hoyle and Rickman Singhi provided calculations for a slightly different version of the Huxley claim, that instead of all the books in the British Museum, monkeys could type out the complete works of William Shakespeare. Their calculations indicated that the world was not large enough to hold the hordes of monkeys and typewriters, let alone the wastebaskets required for such a feat. They indicated this was analogous to the unlikelihood of the random creation of living material. Gerald Schroeder continues the monkey analogy by stating that the chance of their randomly typing out any sentence at all, only a few words in length, is in the order of 1 to 10 to the 120th power. He goes on to say randomness just doesn't cut it when it comes to generating meaningful order out of chaos. Direction is required always. The odds with the world of monkeys and typewriters in a universe of time pale in the comparison to the odds of just the sterility problem, and the problem becomes far greater when other factors are considered. Noted atheist uh, Carl Sagan, and Francis Crick were attempting to build a case for extraterrestrials to gain research funding in that field. In the process, they estimated the difficulty of evolving a human by chance alone to 10 to the 2 billionth power. This would be in the same range as the estimate of Harold Morowitz. Total odds for the naturalistic origin of the most simple conceivable bacterium conservatively figured, is one-tenth to 112,827th power. That's 112,827 zeros. This would be like winning 16,119 state lotteries in a row with one ticket each. Stephen C. Meyer, 
who holds a Ph.D. in the history and philosophy of science from Cambridge University states, while many outside origin of life biology may still invoke chance as a casual explanation for the origin of biological information, few serious researchers still do. End of quote. Genesis 1 verse 1, in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. God's word is a sure foundation, a place to build a life, one that will last forever. God said, 1 Peter 2, 6 through 8, Wherefore also it is contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Unto you therefore which believe he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner, and a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. God said, Exodus 20, verse 11, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. God said, Psalms 19, 1 through 4, the heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their line is gone out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun. God said, Psalms 14, verse 1, The fool hath said in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt, they have done abominable works, there is none that doeth good. Man said, time and chance, an explosion out of nothing, natural selection, survival of the fittest, yeah, that's how we got here. We are a product of nothing, and our end is nothing. Now you have the record.